Bless God. Hey, this is Paul Bass, and welcome to the America Bless God podcast, episode four, The Grapes of Ridicule, opening the doors to abuse from the followers of evil. Throughout the Bible, God is seen as a loving father. His role as a father is often sort of deleted, if you will, or at least diminished. And we love to talk about how he cares for us and holds us, and he does. He holds us in his lap, if you will. However, this includes the role of blessing his children as well as the role of punishing or correcting his children, and that is the role that we often forget about. A tale known as the prodigal son is a perfect example of how things work with our Abba God. If we walk away from his house, if we step out from his protection, we simply expose ourselves to the world, this world of evil. And when I was a child, I remember I took uh, swimming lessons oh, around age five or six. But before that, I was getting pretty comfortable with the water and i would go about once a week with my mother and i was four years old i can remember this like it was yesterday where i loved swimming so much and she said it's time to go it's time to go and i said no i just i got that just all of a sudden i said you know what i i won't stand for this is what i thought in my head and so i said no i'm not going let's stay because i had you know, I'd asked her and begged her and all that. And she says, we got to go. We got to go. I said, fine. I want to stay. And she said, oh, you want to stay? Fine. Okay. Well, I'm leaving. Of course, she's knowing that I don't know how to swim. And I said, I'll swim by myself. She said, well, okay, go ahead. Had that little grin. And I, uh, I said, okay, I will. And I jumped in the pool. And at first I said, see, this is not too bad. And then I went underwater and I said, oh my word, what did I just do? And I panicked. I started flailing like, like people do. And I just remember that hand coming down and grabbing me, pulling me out of the water. I thought I was going to die. And the problem was that smile that I saw that I told you so smile was something that I will never forget, but she was able to let me receive my own punishment by my own foolishness. And so I was not pleased with that situation, but I will never forget it. Now let's talk about America's adopted prophet, Ezekiel. In his time, God was dealing with a rebellious people and I want Americas to see ourselves as not a replacement of Israel, but as a distant cousin, if you will. I want us to learn from their mistakes of the past. I want the word of God to be heard by all Americans. We are a nation of the rebellious. Now let's look at how the father illustrates this to brother Ezekiel. He instructed our prophet to shave his head and his beard Okay, and just a side note that uh, that's why I believe that the Torah that is telling you not to shave the corners of your beard and not to shave the sides of your head. I think that's why um, we can look at that and say this is proof that what he's talking about in Torah about shaving is 
not to shave just those sides of the head, not to shave just the corners of your beard. And there are indications. If you look at some of the ancient artwork, you will see this, um, this goatee, this prominent goatee where the sides of the beard were shaved off and God did not want his children looking like the people of the pagan nations. So that's just a side note there because some people, I believe, take it, take the Torah wrongly in that case where they will say, oh, you're not allowed to shave. You're not allowed. To. And they actually use that to mock Torah. And they'll say, oh, yeah, God doesn't want you to shave your head. God won't let you shave your beard. Things like that. And that's not what he's talking about. And I believe this is proof of that, if you will, or at least it is support of that, where he is telling Ezekiel to shave his head and to shave his beard. He's not telling him to only shave the corner of his beard and only to shave the side of his head. All right, that's the side note here. So let's see how God uses this illustration for Ezekiel to talk about the children of Israel. He instructed him to shave his head and his beard with a knife. I hope it was as sharp knife as possible. Um, that's sharper than my pocket knife, I hope. And next, it was time to gather all the hair and to weigh it out. And God said, I can, you know, God, he told us that he can count each hair, but Ezekiel just simply needed to weigh it much easier. Took a lot less time. All right. So next it was time to separate it into three equal piles. And all of that hair represents God's people, his children. None of these strands of hair would grow anymore. They were cut off. And next time you read through the Torah, you'll Notice that there are many sins in which will result in a person being cut away or cut off from the assembly. He was told to take one of the piles and to burn it. The other pile, he was to strike it with a sword. And then the third pile, he was to scatter about and to unsheath his sword. And that gives me the image of uh, being hunted down. You're scattered everywhere and the hunter has got his sword that uh, that Conan the Barbarian is is after you. Uh, if he can find you, he's got the sword right there to take care of the situation. Well, why? Why did he do this? Well, why was Israel being snipped off, so to speak? Uh, a reason is repeated three times in verse 6 and 7, and that is she has rebelled against my ordinances in doing wickedness more than the nations and against my statutes more than the countries that are around her. For they have rejected my ordinances and as for my statutes, they have not walked in them. And then because you are more turbulent than the nations that are around you and have not walked in my statutes, neither kept my ordinances. That's Ezekiel 5, 6 through 7. Three times there it talks about them forgetting or going against his statutes and ordinances, his Torah, just as I was embarrassed, okay, in front of a busy swimming pool full of people. Israel was ashamed in front of all the nations who stood around watching, and God promised that he would execute judgment in front of the nations. This won't just be a private correction. This correction will happen right in front of anybody right in front of people who may laugh at you, they may make fun of you, etc. So we have 
a third of Israel would die of pestilence and famine. All right, have you heard of any pestilence and famine in our land in America lately? One third of the people would die from war. And are we, are we ever in a period where we're not talking about war? Okay, and the third, the rest are scattered around, will essentially live like Jeremiah Johnson and have to run and hide and scrap to survive. Okay, many Americans love God, I understand, but how many love God enough to really listen to him? Do we want to swim in a swimming pool by ourselves when we have no idea how to swim? Well, we cannot make it without his hand to hold us, to lift us up. If we sow rebellion, we're likely to receive the grapes of wrath and the wine of ridicule. We could simply bless God with our actions as well as our words. If we choose obedience, we are effectively choosing blessing, and that blessing is peaceful and secure. If we choose to drop away from his shalom, from his peace, our sleep cannot be restful. We will crouch in fear wherever we walk. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered, and let them also that hate him flee before him. This is spiritual warfare. America, incline your ears to God. Give him glory above all men, all institutions, all nations. Amen. I have a brand new pray sticker. Okay, so go to paulbass.substack.com and down there at the bottom after this article, you'll see my new sticker that goes on a water bottle or put it on the back of your car on your bumper and... It simply says pray. It has a reference to 1 Thessalonians 5.17, and it's got a cute little praying mantis. So check it out. I make these little little stickers just, you know, just for fun, but also to just get the word of God out there. And my new one is coming out very soon, which is Believe, and it's got a fish and a loaf, and it has a reference to John 3.36. John 3.16 is like an incomplete verse without the rest of the scripture that's there. We don't understand what the word believe means unless we understand what the word obey means. If you look at John 3, 36, you'll see that it gives a full picture of that belief, that belief because those who do not obey receive something other than eternal life. So check that out. That will be out very soon. I get those in uh, like in about a week, I get those uh, belief stickers, but the pray sticker is brand new and it is available. And there is a link right there on paulbass.substack.com. Pray that you be blessed and keep smiling and keep sharing the good news.